Good morning, this is John Lithgow, reminding you that you're listening to KSVY 91.3 FM. It's most delicious. And speaking of delicious, the following program, Jeff's Joint, is being sponsored by El Segundo Tuna. El Segundo Tuna is not only tasty, it's salty, and it's good on a cracker. And remember that El Segundo Tuna is 100% American fished off the coast of Southern California's blue Pacific Ocean. It comes in a can or a pouch, and from every pouch to every can, it's excitingly delicious and guaranteed to be 100% American fished. So remember, buy a can of El Segundo Tuna. It's not only delicious, you'll be helping America. Excuse me. Due to some violent content, parental discretion is advised. Hello. 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 Turn on that radio and back here.
Good morning and welcome to Jeff's Joint right here on 91.3 FM. Here in the studio off the main studios, I am Jeff Gilbert and will be for the next two hours as I host the Great American Songbook and all the great entertainers, singers, and songwriters that make that up. And we hope you'll stay with us for the next two hours as we end your morning and begin your afternoon right here with a few occasional drop-ins that drop out once in a while, but we'll never know what's going to happen beforehand. But anyway, we know what's going to happen musically. And today we are exploring uh, vocal groups from the 1930s to the 1940s. We opened up with Great Day, a tune that Billy Rose wrote for one of his extravaganzas. That was Bill Chalice and his orchestra from 1935 from a world transcription, along with B and the Bachelors, being B. Wayne and the Bachelors. I know one of them was Al Rinker, but I don't know the other guys. But a great little tune that was uh, similar to the arrangement that Bill Chalice wrote for Paul Whiteman back in 1929. Anyway, the password is Swordfish, so we hope you'll stay with us. At 1130, we'll go back to the golden age of radio. We have a Jack Benny Halloween show from 1941 with the whole gang, so we hope you'll tune in and stay with us for all the mirth and merriment and mirth riot that's about to bestow you. Anyway, here we are, and uh, no one's here yet. No co-host, no one, so I'm all alone. Speaking of Irving Berlin, but how about Rogers and Hart? Being the Bachelors, we'll start with them with Bill Chalice, Three in a Row, a tune that was written for Maurice Chevalier by the great songwriting team of Rogers and Hart. Mimi. <laughs> Mimi, 
Yourself Go from 1935, written for by Irving Berlin for the film Follow the Fleet. He and Ginger Rogers, well, actually Ginger Rogers introduced that in the film. And before that, we heard a tune that was inspired by the building of Treasure Island in the Bay down in San Francisco. 
Uh, Edgar Leslie and Mr. Joe Burke wrote that when San Francisco voters passed a bill that uh, allowed the fair to be built and the landfill to be spread out there in the bay, which became Treasure Island and still is. But there was a nice tune on Treasure Island. And we opened up with Mimi, Rogers and Hart's tune. And if you noticed at the end, the censors in 1935, which this recordings were made for radio only from the World Transcription Company, uh, cut out the part where I would like to have a little son of a Mimi by and by, but instead they said love by and by. So whatever, censorship at its best in 1935 for an unwritten reason, unknown reason. Anyway, this was Bill Chalice and his orchestra, the great Bill Chalice, and B. Wayne and the Bachelors, a vocal group of fine uh, fortitude right there. Here we are in the palatial pad known as Jeff's Joint, 1935 on the Paramount lot. Bing Crosby made a film with Joan Bennett called Two for Tonight. The songwriters were the great team of Mac Gordon and Harry Revel. Here's three tunes in a row from that film with Bing Crosby and the Dorsey Brothers Orchestra. Am I dreaming or am I awake? I can't believe my eyes. Is it really true? Is it all just a lovely mistake? This heavenly surprise? Me alone with you. Without a word of warning. My life has begun Without a word of warning Two hearts beat as one From out of nowhere You came to me A breeze passed by Whispering your name to me Without a word of warning And strange as it seems We kiss And with that kiss You invaded my dreams I don't know how it happened out of the blue up above You came along to answer my song of Kiss. You invaded my dreams 
I don't know how it happened out of the blue up above. You came along to answer my song of love. I wish I were Aladdin. How lucky I would be. I'd rub my little lamp and I'd wish that you would fall in love with me. I wish that I were Winkle, who slept for 20 years. Imagine 20 years to dream of you, would that be heavenly? If I could cast a magic spell when I feel blue, I would wave my wand and call for wonderful you. But if I were certain, we'd never ever part. I wouldn't want to be Aladdin. I wouldn't want to be Rip Van Winkle. Just want to be the only one in your heart. I wish I were Aladdin How lucky I would be I'd rub my little lamp And I'd wish that you I wish that I were Winkle You know he slept for 20 years Just imagine 20 years To dream of you Oh, heavenly, if I could cast a magic spell when I'm feeling blue, I would wave my wand and call for wonderful you. But if I were certain, we would never ever part. I wouldn't want to be Aladdin, and I wouldn't want to be Rip Van Winkle, just want to be the only one in your heart. You know that I've got certain plans for a place that you'll need pots and pans for Takes two to make a bargain What's the answer, baby? What do girls wear veils for? And what do men wear suits with tails for? Takes two to make a bargain What's the verdict, baby? Sign on that dotted line 
If as the party of the first heart and the party of the second heart, you'll agree to be mine. With Cupid as our pilot, say I would like to middle island. Takes two to make a bargain. Come on, let's make vows about it. How's about it, baby? Night in June for what do I sing? Love and bloom for takes two to handle a duet. Give me the verdict, baby. Sign on that dotted line. If as the party of the first heart and the party of the second heart, you'll agree to be mine. Oh, I would like a junior. I'd bring him up to be a crooner. Takes two to make a bargain. Come on, let's make vows about it. How's about it? Just takes two to make a bargain. Three tunes from the Paramount film, two for tonight, that starred Bing Crosby and Joan Bennett, filmed in 1934 and released early in 1935. Three tunes with the Dorsey brothers recorded in the Decca Studios in Hollywood. Without a word of warning, I wish I were Aladdin, it takes two to make a bargain. Mac Gordon and Harry Revell, or Revel, Potato, patata. This is Jeff's Joint, and in about five minutes we're going back to the golden age of radio, and here's a band from the golden age of radio, Ted Weems and his orchestra, with a tune written by the late Harold Rome. Mr. Perry Como on the vocal.
in the park. All week long we keep on looking forward to the happy things we do. It's such a lark on Sunday in the park. Sitting in the sun with the trees and grass and flowers everywhere and lots of room to spare. We have such fun on Sunday in the park. Rich folks go away to the country, you know. When the days get hot But we all decided that we wouldn't go We prefer this quiet spot On Sunday in the park It's our summer home where we can play and sport Our fashionable resort Until it's dark On Sunday in the park Como vocally with Elmo Tanner on the whistling, Ted Weems and his orchestra in the year of 1938, Sunday in the Park, recorded in New York in the Decca Studios. This is Jeff's Joint, and right now we're going to go back to the golden age of radio, and today we have a J-E-L-L-O show, a Jello program with the great Jack Benny. From 1941, November 2nd, that is, it's a Halloween show with very special guest star Basil Rathbone, who, of course, was Sherlock Holmes in all those great universal B-movies of the 1940s. Stay with us, and we'll be back at the top of the hour to begin your afternoon right here in Jeff's Joint, where we are sponsored by El Segundo Tuna. It comes in a can or a pouch, and it's always convenient. And remember, it's always guaranteed from every pouch to every can. We'll be back at the top of the hour. KSVY Sonoma. Drinky The Jell-O program brought to you by Jell-O and Jell-O Pudding, starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston, Phil Harris, Dennis Day, and yours truly, Don Wilson. The orchestra opens a program with Mama. gelatin dessert that gives you all the flavor. It's the new Jell-O, the gelatin dessert that keeps all of its full original flavor no matter how long it remains in the package. Up until now, gelatin desserts constantly faded in flavor while waiting to be used, lost much of their real taste and tingle. But the new Jell-O is different. Today, Jell-O's deep, vivid richness is locked right into the tiny Jell-O particles where time can't touch it. Jell-O loses nothing on its way to you. It comes out of the package as rich and full-flavored as it went in. 
Just prove it for yourself. Open a package of Jell-O. Notice that there's no heavy, fruity aroma, no sign of escaping flavor. It's there in all its thrilling goodness. Order several packages tomorrow. And look for the big red letters on the box so that you're sure it's the one and only Jell-O. In Jell-O, the flavor never goes away. We put it in and it's there to stay. by the orchestra. And now, ladies and gentlemen, at this time, we would like to turn the clock back to last Friday night and show you what happened when Jack and the rest of our gang went out and celebrated Halloween. The time, 7.30 Friday evening. The place, Jack's house in Beverly Hills. Take it away. I don't want to set the world on fire. Rochester. I just want to go where I can get to. Rochester, stop complaining in rhythm and help me get into my Halloween costume. The gang will be here any minute. Hand me those horns. Here you are. Pardon the ignorance, boss, but what character are you struggling to convey? My costume is very obvious. I've got on red underwear, a long tail, horns, and I'm carrying a pitchfork. Now, who am I? The man from the finance company. I am not. I'm the devil. Now, hand me that mirror. Here you are. Thanks. No, I don't like this effect. These darn horns keep slipping, slipping over to one side. The horns are all right. It's your toupee that slips. Something wrong there. I don't know why I picked out a devil costume anyway. Of course, I bought this pair of horns. I should use them. Why don't you put one of them on your nose and go as a rhinoceros? No, I can't do that. Phil Harris is coming as Frank Buck and he'd shoot me. He'd love the excuse. I wonder if this tail is too long. See who's at the door, Rochester. Yes, sir. Come in. I could have done that myself. Rochester, when I tell you... Oh, hello, Mary. Hello, Jack. Mary, this is Halloween. I thought you were going to dress up tonight. Where's your costume? I've got it on. I'm Pocahontas. Pocahontas? In a mink coat? John Smith was nice to me. (laughs) Oh, you're a wampum digger, eh? Well, at least stick a feather in your hair. Make it believable. Say, what do you think of my outfit, Mary? Don't I look like the devil? Always. I mean my costume. I'm supposed to be Satan. Can't you see my horns? Well, straighten up. You look like a toad. Who ever heard of a red toad? Say, boss, I'm going to a masquerade party tonight myself. Yeah, Rochester, what are you going to be? I'm going to close my eyes and go as a Smith Brothers cough drop. Well, that's not a bad idea. Say, Rochester, why don't you keep one eye open and go as a period? How's that? I better keep both eyes open. My lady friends are over. All right, do as you please. Jack, what are we going to do tonight? Where are we going? I got it all figured out. Listen to this. First, we'll go to Claudette Colbert's house, and then I'll take a piece of soap and write, Claudette loves Jack all over her window. Oh, you did that last year, and she came out and wrote, Jack who? (laughs) 
Well, this time she'll know Jack who. When Claudette comes out of the house, I've got to grab her and give her a kiss. Now, there's only one guy kisses like Benny. You don't have to tell me, Deadlift. <laughs> Mary, I'm going to give you a good jab with my pitchfork if you don't look out. Well, anyway, after we live Claudette. Come in, come in. Well, look what's hopping through the door. For Pete's sake, what an outfit. Hello, Jack, Mary. Hello, Don. What are you supposed to be? Why, can't you tell? I'm a kangaroo. Well, sure enough, you certainly look realistic, Don, with those long ears sticking up in that great big pouch. <laughs> but say, say, I thought Dennis was coming with you. Where is the kid? Peekaboo. <laughs> Well, I'll be darned, a baby kangaroo. Here, climb... Uh, climb out, kid. Here, I'll help you. Thanks, Mr. Benny. Imagine coming as a little kangaroo. You know, I was going to come as a floor lamp. A floor lamp? Yeah, but when I screwed the bulbs in my ears, they wouldn't light up. <laughs> Oh, that's terrible. Maybe I ought to see a doctor. <laughs> Dennis, you're not supposed to light up. <laughs> you know, Mary, someday I'll have to have a talk with that kid. Huh? By the way, Jack, isn't Phil going to join us tonight? Yeah, he'll drop by as soon as he finishes night school. Say, Dennis, while we're waiting around for him, let's hear that song you're going to do on the program Sunday. Yeah, get over to the piano, kid. Okay. Oh, say, Rochester, did you ask our boarder, Mr. Billingsley, to tune the piano? He's very good at it, you know. We should have never let him monkey with it, boss. Oh, what's he done now? That man's crazy. He cleaned the piano keys with dental floors. <laughs> oh, Mr. Billingsley must think he's a dentist again. It's a fine way to clean piano keys. He said the black ones were decayed, so he pulled them out. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He broke eight needles trying to give the leg Novocaine. <laughs> Well, it's my own fault, I guess. Well, do the best you can, Dennis. Go ahead. Wait a minute. I'll answer it. Hello? Oh, hello, Phil. Are you still at night school? We're waiting for you. What? She's keeping you after school. What happened, Jack? Well, Phil got a zero in spelling, so he gave the teacher a hot foot. <laughs> Look, Phil, is your teacher anywhere near the phone? Well, well tell her your father wants to talk to her. Yeah, yeah, your father. What are you going to do, Jack? I'm going to pretend to be Phil's father. You know, I'll talk like an old rube. Well, you got the right underwear for it. <laughs> Quiet now, don't mix me up. Hello? Oh, hello, miss. This is Twitch Harris Sr. talking. <laughs> now, look, ma'am, i got to see my boy Philip right away, so I wish you'd let him off tonight. I'll write you a note explaining everything. I said I'd write you a note. <laughs> That's a good one. What'd she say? She wants to know how come I can write and Phil can't. <laughs> Well, okay, thanks a lot, ma'am. Say, what are you doing later? <laughs> well, you can't shoot a man for trying. <laughs> Goodbye. Well, it's all set, fellas. Phil will be here pretty soon. You know that teacher, she had a sweet voice. I could kind of go for her. But, Jack, you don't even know what she looks like. Anything he gets is gravy. <laughs> I don't know about that, sister. Sing, Dennis. See this pitchfork, Mary? You're going to get it. Now, you wait.
robins sing in December Long before the springtime is due And even though it's snowing Violets are growing I know why and so do you Why do breathe a sigh every evening Whispering your name as they do And why have I the feeling Stars are on my ceiling I know why and so do you When you smile at me I hear gypsy violins When you dance with me I'm in heaven When the music begins I can see the sun when it's raining Hiding every cloud from my view And why do I see rainbows When you're in my arms I know why And so Dennis, that song ought to go over swell Sunday. Thanks, Mr. Benny. Can I have something to eat? Yeah, I'm hungry, too. Haven't you got any sandwiches? I've got donuts and cider. That's all you're supposed to have on Halloween. Uh, bring in the donuts, Rochester. They're right here, boss. Oh, yes. Here, have a donut, Mary. They're nice and fresh. I made them myself. Jeepers, look at the size of the holes you got in them. <laughs> Never mind. They look like ladies' garters. <laughs> Quiet, will you? Oh, what she said. <laughs> Dennis! <laughs> no use waiting. I gotta have a talk with that kid. <laughs> Here, Don. Don, have a donut. Have a donut and some of this sweet cider. Thanks. <laughs> I think I'll have a glass of that myself. Pretty strong, Jack. Strong? Let me taste this. Well, I'll be darned. Oh, Rochester! Yeah, boy! What did you put in this cider? A little Central Avenue vitamin! There's gin in there. Now, now throw that cider out the window. You ain't gonna throw mine out. Dennis, you're not drinking any hard cider. You're a baby kangaroo. Oh, I can't hop on milk. Let Don hop. Now, you get back in that pouch. Okay. See you later, fellas. Now, stay there. Gee, I, I wish Phil would get here so we can go oh, ahead. Oh, uh, Jack, look who's coming. Where? Oh, yes, it's Mr. Billingsley. Look, he's dressed like Marie Antoinette. 
Yeah. Oh, uh... Oh, hello, Mr. Billingsley. Good evening, Mr. Benny. Having a little party, I see. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, by the way, Mr. Billingsley, uh, you're dressed as Marie Antoinette. Are you going to a masquerade? No, my head aches, so I'm going to have it cut off. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh I, I thought you were celebrating Halloween like we are. You see, I'm Satan... And Miss Livingston is Pocahontas, and Mr. Wilson is a kangaroo. I used to be an alligator once, and now I'm an old bag. <laughs> well, well, uh, see you later. Good night, Mr. Benny. Good night. That's one way to look at it. <laughs> fellow. The other morning for breakfast, he swallowed a raw egg and then drank boiling water for three minutes. <laughs> I don't know. Well, there's Phil. Come on in, Phil. Hiya, Jackson. Hello, everybody. Oh, hello, Phil. Hi, hi. Hi. I'm glad you got here, Phil. We want to get going. I'm sorry, but I didn't have time to put no costume on. Don't worry. Your tailor takes care of that. <laughs> Hey, Phil, uh, what, uh, what happened between you and the teacher? Oh, she got mad at me when we were having our spelling lesson. Oh, what was the trouble? She asked me to spell Pomeranian. Pomeranian? No, I said D-O-G, take it or leave it. <laughs> well, at least you knew Pomeranian was a dog. That's something, huh? Well, we're all here, so come on, fellas, let's go. Hey, Don, you put on a lot of weight since last week. That's Dennis, it's a long story. <laughs> Come on, everybody, let's go. Oh, Rochester, Rochester, before you leave, be sure and lock the garage so that nobody damages the Maxwell. Okay. Remember last year, some kid got in there and turned it over. Yeah, we drove around for three days without even noticing. <laughs> I noticed it. It was bumpy as anything. All right, this way, fellas. We'll all block the side door. Oh, that's... Boy, we really, we really have fun tonight. You know, kids, first we'll go next door to Ronald Coleman's house. See? And then we'll Jack, get... Jack, here comes that little boy you hired as a gag man. Let's take him along. Oh, Belly Laugh Barton, eh? <laughs> ah, hello, kid. Hello, Mr. Benny. Say, Belly, do you uh, want to go out with us tonight? We're going to ring doorbells and raise the dickens. You're a little adolescent, aren't you, bub? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll enjoy ourselves. Sorry you won't come along. By the way, how's the uh, program coming along for Sunday? If I tell you, you won't have any fun tonight. <laughs> well, get busy and concentrate. Come on, fellas. Now, I'll tell you what, kids. First, we'll sneak across the lawn to Ronald Coleman's house and put some white paint on the doorknob, see? Then we'll ring the bell, and when he comes out, we'll run like the dickens.
I rang Coleman's bell three times. Why doesn't he come out? Maybe he went to a party or something. Couldn't be a big party or I'd have been invited. Ronnie and I attend the same affairs. Only he doesn't have to crawl in the window. Well, these Hollywood parties, who knows whether you got an invitation or not. <laughs> hey, fellas, I've got an idea. As long as Coleman isn't home, let's take this beautiful sundial here and put it over on my front lawn. His sundial? Yeah, it'll be a swell gag. Three years ago, you took his flagpole. When's the gag over? <laughs> oh, get in the Halloween spirit, will you? Come on, fellas, give me a hand with this dial. Hey, Jack, look. There's a policeman walking by the house. A policeman? Uh-oh. Hello there. Is that you, Mr. Coleman? Get this, fellas. Uh, right, Joe. Thanks for asking, old boy. Terribly decent of you. Good night. Hip, hip. <laughs> I, I certainly fooled the blighter. Take that donut out of your eye. You're not Coleman anymore. Oh, yes. Say, fellas, we'll never budge this sundial. It's too heavy. I'll have to phone for some movers. I'll tell you what, though. Look, let's, let's go over to Basil Rathbone's. Does he live near here, Jackson? Yeah, right past my house on the other side of the street. Come on. Ooh. I'm this pale, I keep tripping on. Hmm, look at that light in my kitchen. Belly lap is in there eating me out of house and home. All the writers with ulcers, and I had to get him. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, Jack, look at this. Where? Hey, wait a minute. Who wrote this on my sidewalk? Jell-O has that new locked-in flavor. The flavor never goes away. We put it in and it's there to stay. Who did this? Don't look at me. Kangaroos can't write. <laughs> oh, yeah? Now, Don, you go get a rag and wipe it off. I'll tell the sponsor. All right, the big fat tattletale. Leave it there. <laughs> now, follow me. Follow me across the street, fellas. Oh, we'll go to Rathbone's house. Quiet now. He will fix him good. Which house is it, Jackson? Wait a minute. I don't know whether this is Rathbone's house or the next one. I think it's this one. No, no, it's the next one. This is where Charles Boyer lives. Oh, that's right. Say, let's pull some gag on him. Yeah, maybe he's got a sundial we can lift. <laughs> no, I'll just sneak up and ring his doorbell. Wait here, fellas. Hey, Jackson, Nick, here comes that cop again. Uh-oh. Hello there. Is that you, Mr. Boyer? Here I go again, fellas. Oh, good evening, officer. <laughs> Beautiful night. Beautiful. Yes, it is. Good night, Mr. Boyer. Bon Sawyer. <laughs> hmm. Lucky I can speak French. <laughs> hey, Jack, let's get away from here. The policeman's liable to come back. Right at that. I'll tell you what. Let's go through this driveway and sneak over to Bathroom's backyard. Now, follow me, fellas. Everybody quiet. <laughs> See, it's dark tonight. Hey, where did Phil disappear to? I don't know. Where is he, Don? He was with us a minute ago. Have you seen him, Dennis? He's not in here. (laughs) (laughs) 
Of course not. Here he comes now. Where have you been, Phil? Boy, am I wet. Why didn't you tell me that Rathbone had a swimming pool? Why don't you watch where you're going? I swallowed enough water to last me the rest of my life. Well, it didn't hurt you to go on the wagon, even for a second. <laughs> now, wait here, kid. I'm going up and knock on the door. When Rathbone comes out, hide in the bushes. Wow, will he be furious? Oh, be careful now, Jack. Don't worry about me. Now, quiet. Get ready, fellas. those milk bottles. I hope I didn't cut myself. Am I bleeding, Mary? With what? <laughs> With blood, I've got it. The idea of leaving... Horse light just went on, Jack. Quick, pick me up. Here comes Rappel. Quiet, everybody. Yes, yes, yes. Who's there? Anybody there? I say, is anybody there? Ah, must be some of those Halloween pranksters. Now, look here, you children. I don't want any more of this disturbance. I've got to get up early in the morning. I'm making a picture. What a ham. Quiet. <laughs> <laughs> if I catch you around here again tonight, I'll give you all a sound good thrashing. Now, go away, all of you. Scat! <laughs> oh, boy, is he, is he burned up. Boy, am I going to make his life miserable tonight. Wait a minute. What do you got against Rathbone? Jack hates him because he can act. <laughs> That's all. I can see him imitate Boyer like I did. Now, fellas, this time I'm going to grab this big rock here and throw it up against the door. Oh, you can't take those steps again, eh, Daddy? <laughs> I can climb, only this will be more annoying. Now, here goes. I'm going to throw the rock. One. Phil, what are you doing back there? Nothing. Well, get away. <laughs> Two. Three. Go! Holy smoke, I broke a window. There goes the porch light again. Quick, fellas, run. He's coming out. Whoop. Well, I'll be... Hey, what is this? Come on, Jack, hurry! Run, run! I can't run. That darn Phil Harris tied my tail to this bush. <laughs> Gee, what a spot. I hope Rathbone doesn't see me. Yeah, I ever get my hands on this? Uh-huh! Who's hiding there? Who's in back of that bush? Hmm. Right now, I'd give $1,000 to be playing Salt Lake City. <laughs> Gee, here he comes. Well, may I inquire the name of the moron behind that mask who goes around breaking windows? Who are you? Gee. Come, 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 man. Speak up. <laughs> ah, Basile, I'm only making the joke. It is me, Charles Boyer. Mr. Benny, your accent is revolting. <laughs> oh, 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 hello, Basil. Hello, how did you know it was me? You wore that same costume last Halloween when you tipped over my doghouse. Oh. I want that dog back. Where is he? <laughs> well, he had pups today. You're a fine Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> Now, look, Basil, I'm sorry I threw that rock. It was an accident. Accident or no accident, you'll pay for that window. All right, all right, I'll pay for it. Mr. Bennett, what are you doing there? I'm untying my tail. What do you think I'm doing? 
Now, I'm very sorry about the whole thing, Basil. I won't bother you anymore tonight. I'll go and join my gang. I suppose you're going to continue this mischievous business. Well, well, listen. To tell you the truth, we're going over to Charles Lawton's house. You know those flower pots he's got on his front porch? Yes. Well, listen, we're going to tip him over one by one. He'll go crazy when he hears that racket. I dare say, Lawton has a fierce temper. You said it. <laughs> well, so long, Basil. Happy Halloween. Goodbye. Lawton's house, eh? Flower pot. Wait a minute, Jack, old boy, I'm going with you. <laughs> what? You going to join us? I'll tell my wife. Uh, be back later, darling. Hey, fellas, have I got a surprise for you. Come on, Basil. Yippee! Here, listen, well, here's what we'll do. First, we'll go to Lawton's house. Then we'll go over to Claudette Colbert's and ring the doorbell, see? And when she comes out, I'll grab her and kiss her, and you can kiss her, too. Cheers for three grand puddings. Jello chocolate, jello vanilla, and jello butterscotch pudding. Three delicious desserts made by the same people who make world famous jello. Jello puddings are puddings that even grandma would be proud to serve. Puddings that really taste homemade. Yet they take only just a few minutes to make. With jello puddings, all you have to do is add milk and bring to a boil. Then cool and serve. And there, almost before you know it, You've made the family a smooth, creamy pudding with a flavor unsurpassed by any pudding you ever tasted. So don't wait another day to try these luscious desserts. Try all three flavors real soon. Rich, mellow chocolate, creamy vanilla, and golden butterscotch. You'll find them all equally delightful. And you'll want to keep them handy on your pantry shelf all the time. Tomorrow, order Jell-O puddings and see if you don't say they're just like Grandma's. Only more so. This is the last number of the fifth program in the current Jello series, and we will be with you again next Sunday night at the same time. And now, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to thank Mr. Rathbone for appearing on our program tonight. Also at this time, I would like to announce that the motion picture drive for the community chess this year starts tomorrow, November 3rd. I'm sure that all of us here in Hollywood will do our bit and I hope all of you will contribute to your local chapters. Good night, everybody. Friends, the name Jell-O is a sure sign of goodness wherever you find it, whether it's on a package of Jell-O or on a package of Jell-O puddings. Jell-O puddings are made by the same folks who make Jell-O. And like Jell-O, they're downright swell. They're simply unrivaled for smooth, luscious flavor. They're easy to prepare just as Jell-O is. And they sell for the same low Jell-O price. So tomorrow, when you order Jell-O, get Jell-O puddings in all three flavors. Chocolate, vanilla, and butterscotch. Remember Jell-O and Jell-O puddings. This is the Red Network of the National Broadcasting Company. KSVY Sonoma.
done. There is really only one. Oh, Margie, Margie. Welcome to the second half of Jeff's Joint as we begin your afternoon right here from the studio off the main studios of KSVY. That was Margie along with Paula Kelly and the Modernaires from an album called Tributes in Tempo. And we are saluting along the way a few of the vocal groups from the era of the 1930s and 40s and into the 1950s. We just heard the Golden Age of Radio from November 2nd, 1941. That was the Jello program with special guest star Basil Rathbone. It's 12.03 here in Jeff's Joint, and let's continue our salute to Paula Kelly and the Modernaires with a tune that was made famous by Chick Webb, Rocket for Me. Can't you hear me singing la 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 
while the band is swinging. Oh, the drummer and socking, and the band is rocking. So tell me lightly, politely, brightly and slightly, oh, rocking for me.
has one twist that might interest you. Skies of blue that turn gray. And when they turn, stay that way. All stories must, people say, be like the dust, blow away. And if they happen to pause by chance, just a Paula Kelly and the Modern Airs, right here on KSVY. Tributes in Tempo, that was a salute to the great Hal Kemp Orchestra, Lamplight, and before that we heard a salute to Fats Waller, Ain't Misbehavin', and opened up with Chick Webb and his orchestra's uh, version of Rocket for Me, of course, which Ella Fitzgerald sang back in the mid-1930s. All being done there around 1950 by the four Modern Airs and Paula Kelly. It's 12-12 right here on KSVY, and you say, who are the Modernaires? Well, first they started with Charlie Barnett's orchestra, then they went over to Paul Whiteman's orchestra, to Glenn Miller, and then after that they were out on their own. But Paula Kelly didn't join till about 1940 or so when she left the Al Donahue Orchestra. So if you needed to know that, now you do. This is Jeff's Joint. You never know what you're going to learn or never find out about something because it doesn't really matter anymore. But we... we care because these records are historical recordings and we thought we'd have the collector's corner open up right now and speaking of charlie barnett who used to get kidded about 
swing and sweat with Charlie Barnett kind of took over and uh, became his uh, moniker in the 50s anyway. But this is Jeff's Joint, and we are going to go back now in the collector's corner to January 21st, 1935, and this was recorded in New Orleans for the Victor label, and it came out on a Bluebird recording. And uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Charlie Barnett wrote this song, but there's some great stars in this orchestra. Mr. Eddie Sauter, Toots Camerata, Chris Griffin on the trumpet, Buford Turner on the guitar, and Red Norvo on the piano. And all four cuts you'll hear are all recorded the same day on January 21st, 1935. The brand new Charlie Barnett Orchestra.
need a little consolation, fare thee well, Annabelle. Now when you feel that you're out in the rain, think of me in that pool and drain. On a cold observation car, looking for you in the dark, all in vain. I will send a telegram at every station, fare thee well, Annabelle. If your family wants a bit of information, say that I am doing swell. And when I come back with a pocket full of jack, you'll have something grand to tell. Cause I'll take you on a honeymoon vacation, fare thee well, Annabelle.
The Devil's Holiday, written and arranged by Mr. Benny Carter for Mr. Charlie Barnett and his orchestra, his very first recording session at the Victor Studios in New Orleans from January 21st, 1935. We heard all four cuts that he did that day in the order they were recorded. And Eddie Sauter, the great uh, arranger for Benny Goodman, was in that band. Toots Camarado, who worked, of course, for Jimmy Dorsey and did all those fine things for Bob Eberly and Helen O'Connell in the 40s. And we also heard Chris Griffin, another member of the Benny Goodman band later on, who made history with that band. And Buford Turner, the guitar player. And we want to thank Mike Hennebury for letting us know that he was in that band. And uh, Red Norvo and his uh, piano were on that that time instead of his vibes. Well, the collector's corner, I guess, is officially closed. And now we're going to get back into what we're doing here, playing the Great American Songbook. Here's a great tune, and we just hope there would be some. Rain by Mr. Skinny Ennis and his orchestra. Cuddle while the rain Pitter patters on the pane And we're alone A chance to while away A dreamy afternoon A lovely peaceful afternoon No one can see us Rain it's so cozy in the rain There's no reason to complain If she's with you To hold her hand And then It's ten to one You kiss her In the rain Rain Sophisticated, 
It's a theme that everybody knows Not a hilly-billy ballad Full of sentimental salad Though you think it's silly I suppose My own refrain Child of my brain And my song is dedicated To the people who are mated Listen now, for here is how it goes Do you remember one September afternoon I stood with you and listened to a wedding tune And didn't I go with you on your honeymoon Remember me Do you recall the cottage small upon a hill Where every day I had to pay another bill And if I'm not mistaken, dear I pay them still Remember me I can see That little angel On your knee Can't you see That he kindly Sort of looks like me For I'm the boy Whose only joy is loving you Who worries Till he hurries home when day is through And I'm the guy You give your goodnight kisses too Remember me Recognize me now and then Why must I identify myself again For I'm the chap who has the key to your front door The boy who runs your errands to the grocery store And I'm the guy you cook the breakfast coffee for I'm only the husband that you're married to And I should look a little familiar to you Remember me Spend one night with you in our old rendezvous And reminisce with you That's my desire To meet where gypsies play Down in that dim cafe And dance till break of day That's my desire We'll sip a little glass of wine I'll gaze into your eyes I feel the touch of your lips pressing on mine To hear you whisper low Just when it's time to go Sherry, love you so That's my desire
a little glass of wine I'll gaze into your eyes divine I'll feel the touch of your lips Pressing on mine To hear you whisper low Just when it's time to go Cherry, love you so That's my desire That's my desire From 1946, three by Skinny Ennis and his orchestra. Skinny started out as a drummer with the old Hal Kemp Orchestra, and one day he got up and did a vocal, and from that moment on, Skinny was a vocalist, if you want to call it that. A unique style of voicing. There you are. Mr. Skinny Ennis. Bob Hope's old band on radio for Pepsodent. This is Jeff's Joint. Let's get back to, uh, where were we here? Uh, the Pied Pipers, a great vocal group that was with Tommy Dorsey early on. And, of course, they went on into the 1960s. And here they are with TD back in 1941. You say the sweetest things, baby. <laughs> Every Thursday at just about this time, we pay little Connie Haynes a visit. So, Connie, take the Pied Pipers for a sweet rockin' ride with You Say the Sweetest Things, Baby. Thank you. 
Tommy, this NR quiz is really a whiz. Listen. Now, Romeo said it to Juliet. Said what? Napoleon said it to Josephine. Well, what? And Mickey said it to Judy. Fred, what was said? Why, T.D., you know, Fred C. Oh, but C.C. Time ago, I wandered down into old Mexico, and while I was there, I felt romance everywhere. Moon was shining bright, and I could hear laughing voices in the night. Everyone was gay; it was the start of their holiday. It was fiesta down in Mexico. And so I stopped to see the show. I knew that frenzy meant please love me, and I could say frenzy. A lovely senorita caught my eye. I stood enchanted as she wandered by, and never knowing that it came from me, I gently sighed frenzy. She stopped and raised her eyes to mine. Her lips were pleading to be kissed. Her eyes were soft as candle shine. So I was I to resist. And now, without a heart to call my own, a greater happiness I've never known. Because the kisses were for me alone. Who wouldn't say frenzy? It was fiesta down in Mexico. Just pleaded to be kissed. Her eyes were soft as candle shine. How was I to resist? And now, without a heart to call my own, a greater happiness I've never known. Her kisses were for me, for me alone.
Just a short time ago, we had the pleasure of introducing a grand and beautiful song. Right now, the writer of that song and the pot of gold man, Horace Height, are both here with us. You all know that Horace has helped a lot of young people up that good old ladder of fame. So I thought that he'd like to be here and hear the story of this little girl who made good by writing, I'll Never Smile Again. So, folks, Horace, this is Ruth Lowe, our postgraduate selection for fame and fortune because of her number one song success, I'll Never Smile Again. Thank you, Tommy. And hello, Mr. Hyatt. And hello, Ruth. It's swell seeing you again. And let me tell you right now how grand we all feel about your rise to fame. And would you believe it, Horace? I'll Never Smile Again was Ruth Lowe's first song. And to date, it sold over 400,000 song copies and over a half a million phonograph records. Ruth, how about telling us just how you came to write I'll Never Smile Again? Well, it was a song that came from my heart, the result of great sorrow. In part, the tune was always seemingly in my mind. But until the death of my husband, it was but part of, well, another sense. It's not easy to explain. I merely wrote what I felt. I'll never smile again. Ruth, I can well understand. Of course, much of our greatest music has come through the clouds of sorrow, and your song has certainly become a silver lining. So to you, the door has been opened for a brilliant new life, a writing career sure to be great.
Frank Sinatra and the Pied Pipers, along with Tommy Dorsey's orchestra, I'll Never Smile Again, live. And before that, we heard Frenesy, Frank and the Pie-Eyed Pipers there, and You Say the Sweetest Things Baby, a tune that was written by Harry Warren for Alice Fay in a film called Tin Pan Alley. This is Jeff's Joint on KSVY, and we're getting ready to close up shop. Three more by a great vocal group that worked with Oren Tucker's band, The Bodyguards, right here in Jeff's Joint.
love you've got to say Oh, lady, lady Every fish has a lovely dish that he swims within the sea. You're the one for me, you're the one for me. Just as every bat who's as blind as that has a bat that he can see. You're the one for me. Nightingales all practice their scales when love goes by. Chickadees get weak in the knees and so did I. So it's plain to see. Just as every moose who is on the loose finds his M-O-S-E, you're the one for me. Every gnat likes to hang his hat where a certain gnat might be. Ooh, da, you're the one for me. 
you're the one for me. Just as crocodiles crawl for miles and miles, so they'll meet eventually. Whoa, you're the one for me. Camels blink and run for a drink when love goes by. Geese the chumps get covered with bumps. And so did I, so it's plain to see. Just as every goat makes a mental note when he spies his dream goatee. You're the one for me. You're the one that fills the bill, fell head over heels like Jack and Jill. So tell me, you're the one for me. Oren Tucker and his orchestra. What a great sound. And before that, we heard with uh, the bodyguards. Featuring the bodyguards, the vocal group, and we heard uh, You're the One for Me, which was the title tune of a film that he did with his then-girlfriend, band singer, Sweet Little Wee Bonnie Baker. And the bodyguards were in that film as well. A Paramount production with Albert Decker as an ice cream-eating band leader. You have to see the movie to get that. But anyway, Old Lady Be Good, we heard, with Bonnie Baker on there with the bodyguards, and Drifting and Dreaming, Oren Tucker's old theme song, with the bodyguards on the vocal. We thank you for listening this week to Jeff's Joint. We'll be back next Monday with another chapter here in the studio off the main studios with myself, Jeff Gilbert, and the gang. And we thank you for listening and try to remember to keep your sunny side up and please always try to do it with your pants on. 